0: Hey onesies, Josh Williams here, and thanks for checking out the One Man Podcast. There's now over 200 episodes and dozens of bonus interviews, all of which are available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, and many more. And you know what? If you don't have any of those apps, no big deal, because you can listen anytime at onemanpodcast.com. So be sure to subscribe because it's always free, and there's a new episode out every Wednesday. And while you're at it, leave a review. It's a great way to help the podcast, and it doesn't cost you a thing. Follow One Man Podcast on all the major social Socials, and you'll get bonus content and pictures, fun stuff for yourself. And finally, if you have something that you want read on the show, send it to contact at onemanpodcast.com because if you send it, I'll read it on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, everybody? This is DJ Demers. I'm K. Trevor Wilson. Hey, it's Krista Allen. Hi, this is Rick Mercer. What's up, guys? This is Paul Verzi, and you are listening to the One Man Podcast. Yeah! My name is Josh Williams, and welcome to the One Man Podcast, episode number two hundred and nineteen for Wednesday, July 21st, 2021. How's it going, onesies? How are you guys doing this week? You having the best week ever? Hmm? <clears throat> Excuse me, off the mic with the old throat clear and doing this thing first thing in the morning. And uh, what is the one man podcast? You might be asking. If you're new to this, your first time, well, my name is Josh Williams. I'm a comedian. Uh, was a comedian prior to the pandemic, and now I'm a dude living his life. All right, and I'm still looking forward to going back to comedy. In fact, I will have some comedy shows coming up in the near future that I will tell you guys all about. But this podcast is about my life, what's going on with me personally, professionally, and uh, you know, in in the the, the previous week. So you're going to hear what I just did in the prior seven days, <laughs> uh, the things I've been up to, and uh, for myself, jeez, <clears throat> I do not know what's going uh, know what's going on with me right now. A little, a little backed up in the old uh, talk pipes. Um, this week, I'm going to be telling you guys about some new microphones. I'm actually recording this one for the first time on the Shure SM7B, which is kind of like the podcasting microphone. Uh, I was recording on a Shure Super 55 for the vast majority of this podcast, and it has never done me wrong, whereas this uh, microphone is new. It's actually, I had to uh, replace, you know what? I'll tell you about that when it comes time, all right? I'm going to talk about some new mics I participated in the Codenames Live Summer Bash and several of the onesies tuned in to watch that. So if you're already listening, a lot of you already know how that went. And thank you so much for looking in. I'll tell you how that was. And, uh, you know, I had a little bit of a birthday breakfast with the little, uh, the little lady, my little, uh, my little kiddo, uh, turned 14. <laughs> they grow up so fast. Uh, I'll tell you guys about that. I've been doing a marketing promo. So back to work in the old marketing at the CF Cadillac Fairview Rideau Center downtown uh, and I'll tell you guys about that. Uh, belated happy birthday to onesie Angie. She celebrated her birthday recently. I won't say her age. Uh, and she would deny it even if I did. <clears throat> uh, what else did I watch? I watched uh, a new uh, documentary series. I only watched one, one episode, Well, two episodes. It's like three, it's like a six parter, but it's only three stories. I watched one of the stories of that. And I'll tell you about that. I missed a comedy spot. I will. I missed a comedy spot. Uh, that are supposed to be doing this week. I was actually supposed to be doing it on Thursday evening, but I'll tell you the story. I'll tell you what happened. Um, and is that it? Is that it? I'll tell you some of the fun stuff I did with the, the marketing shit. So, oh, and we got a top five guys, top five list this week. All right. Uh, another one for you. Another one made to spur the moment. I like having them in advance. So my brain can wrap them itself around it, but I think with how busy I've been lately, um, I just have to do them spur of the moment. Last week's was the top five things that I would grab in an evacuation or, or, you know, an emergency. Uh, that was actually kind of fun to just do on the spot and be like, okay, you know, right now, boom, house on fire. Gotta go. What do I grab? And just look around my room and be like, what's well, irreplaceable. Right. So irreplaceable or the closest thing to that, right? Some people think, you know, oh my God, this dress is irreplaceable. I'm sure it's on eBay somewhere. Did you buy it in last year? It's fine. I'd really like to know from you guys if I could, if I could implore you to send me your top five things you would grab in an emergency. It was actually a really fun exercise. Um, like I said, it actually kind of was a little bit peaceful in the sense that I was like, Oh, you know what? I don't really have a ton of shit that is absolutely irreplaceable. The fact that I couldn't even come up with five and I have to go, well, I guess to fill in five, what's something I could grab. You know what I mean? Like, again, the fact that One of them was a whiskey bottle that, yeah, I'd have to fly all the way over to Scotland and go back to Isla to get that particular whiskey. You know, it's very hard to replace, but not impossible. You know, I, uh, I really dig that. I I guess I feel a little bit, uh, a little bit lighter that there's not so much stuff. Oh, you know what? I'm just thinking of one now. As a matter of fact, I have a bottle of Canon, excuse me, sorry about that. Um, I have a bottle of Canon cologne, Uh, that is from like, I think the eighties or the nineties, um, I actually bought it a year or so ago, but it's a company, uh, Canon K A N O N. You may have seen it around because it has, it's still available. Um, but the particular formula, I guess, or, or recipe, let's go with formula. Particular formula for this, this cologne, uh, has changed hands and changed over the years. So it was originally, I believe a Scandinavian company named Scannon. Uh, so, so Scanon was the name of the company and they had the, the fragrance Canon. Um, they also did an aftershave and, uh, and a soap line. So I was, uh, this is something that I've had since I was young. My dad used to wear this, uh, cologne. And I don't know if it's just my, my family's genetics or physiology that this particular fragrance just works particularly well. Uh, smells very, very good. Um, and compliments this particular, but in fact, like there was. My mother tells stories about how like women would walk across the room to tell my dad how good he smelled in this cologne. Um, and so for years I tried to get my hands, you know, I, I had a bottle of the aftershave that I would use and it smelled fucking great. Again, I would get compliments as well. Um, But I was always like the, the way the aftershave bottle looked, it, was, it looked like cologne. I, I kind of, I guess I even felt like after a while I was putting on cologne, not so much aftershave. Um, but uh, I think, I think prior to the pandemic or, or just, you know, in near the beginning, Uh, try to get my hands on some. I remember years ago I bought Canon, same logo, everything, but I guess the, the Scandinavian company had, had been sold to a company here in Canada that made it, uh, back I think in the eighties. And so. 80s, early 90s, maybe. Anyways, um, I know that that's when my my dad was buying it. was was when it was made here in Canada. The company has since been sold to an American company that's making it, and it smells kind of like it did, but it's really not different. It almost smells a little bit like baby powder or something along the lines of that. So, uh, like that's you'd think what baby powder fragrance? No, but there's like a there's like a, a a baby powder note to it where which wasn't in the original. Anyways, all that is to say that, um, I, I found a perfume store in Montreal or a fragrance store or whatever you want to call it that was selling. Um, it had, they had a single bottle of the aftershave. They had a single bottle of the cologne and they had two bars of the soap from when it was manufactured here in Canada. So they were like the last ones on the planet. And I, uh, I remember, you know, seeing, it, I was like, oh, I'll take it. I remember that aftershave was like, oh, gotta have that aftershave gotta have that aftershave and uh and and i ordered it so i ordered the cologne the cologne was like 200 bucks for the bottle the the aftershave was like a hundred dollars and then the soaps were 30 bucks a piece excuse me i remember that vividly i was like 30 bucks for a bar of soap that's crazy now i'm buying dr squash soap at nine dollars a bar not that outrageous but uh I just remember thinking like, Oh my God. Okay. I'm like, well, it's the last ones on earth. This company hasn't made this shit in years. So I ordered it. But when I placed the order, the aftershave, I got an email afterwards saying, oops, the aftershave was a, was a inventory issue. We don't actually have it. And I was like, well, fuck, that was the one they're like, do you still want the, I'm like, well, yeah, give me the cologne. I'm sure i will smell something. Anyways, it I have, uh, this came about because I'd, I'd gone online, you know, I was chatting with my mom and she was, she was chatting about it. And I remember saying like, oh, well, let's go online. I went online and I found Canon available for like $13.95 a bottle. And I was like, oh, great. I ordered like three of them. I was like, that's an amazing price. I ordered three of them. I already even ordered Canon's Norwegian wood, uh, like a, a different fragrance they had. I'm like, yeah, I'll take that too. They smell nice. They just smell fine. But they're like 1395. I was like, oh, that's nothing. But that's, it wasn't until I received them that I'm like, oh, this looks and kind of smells different. And then that's when I started to do my research and it's like, oh, it was, you know, this is the American company. Now it's a different formula. You know, it's not that one that, you know, it's magical, but I do still have a bottle of the, the can of stuff I paid 200 bucks for. I only use that one on special occasions again, because it's the last one, you know, available to me. I remember I did look on eBay to see if I could get uh, some Canon, and there is a bottle of the aftershave on eBay, but I think the guy wanted like 160 bucks for it. And I was just like, I I think at the time I was like, I'm too cheap, you know, maybe, maybe now. And I also didn't have a reason to, there's no one I was trying to impress. You know what I mean? So, you know, now, now that I'm a little bit more like, all right, world love me. Uh, (laughs) I'm just trying to be like, all right, get my hands on this. Hey, Hey, anybody want to be the onesie of the month for August? Want to get your hands on a bottle of the Canadian, uh, formulated, Canon aftershave. I don't even think the American company makes an aftershave. So if you find a can, it's in a short little bottle, brown lid. Uh, <laughs> I'm just joking, but uh, I'm gonna see. It. Or, or you know, hey, fuck, you can get me. You can get me a, a line on on some company. You know, if you guys have a company, I guess I did this online. I would have found it if it was somewhere in my country. So, uh, I think it was Le Parfumier. Now, see, now I have to research this. Give me a sec. I don't think I'm gonna make you guys listen to me research. I'm gonna research it, and I'm gonna be right back. Well, fuck me. That was one hell of a rabbit hole, guys. I don't even know how long it's been. It's been at least half an hour. <laughs> ah, a little coffee action there. Um, okay. So uh, I found a couple of the uh, the the ones there. It's funny. I think there's some dude. I don't think there was a dude in Canada selling one a while back, but he was selling one, uh, you know, on eBay or whatever. But it looks like I can't get a, it looks like I can't get uh, it from the sales. I, I found one for 65 bucks. Uh, the only thing is it's in, in the States and they're all like, they don't ship to Canada. So after a while I was like, why do none of these motherfuckers ship to Canada? And then I Googled it. And, uh, I guess you can't, even though there's a very small amount of alcohol in a lot of colognes, you cannot ship them internationally. So it's just the law. It'd be like trying to buy booze and have them ship it up here. It's not, not that possible. So I'm probably going to have to, uh, Tried getting a hold of my buddy Chad, who I think sometime in the next few months I will be crossing paths with. try to get a hold of him to see if he would be willing to accept it if I if I purchase it and mail it to his place. If he can just hang on to it to, for me until I see him, and then everything would be hunky dory. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> and this is all based on a fucking story I wasn't even planning on telling. The point is, I may have realized after the fact because it's hiding behind some books, not intentionally. Just it's out of it's out of my sight lines where I'm sitting right here is I realized that that is something that also like the whiskey and the whiskey is still being made but that particular formula of Cannon cologne for men or those who identify as such um you know what or for anybody it's for anybody a smell is a smell it's not exclusive to one sex that's that's very exclusive um yeah. So it would appear that, uh, that too should have uh, made my list. I should have, uh, if I had the list in front of me, I, I could tell you what I would have just kapoo, flick right off that fucking list and make room for the Canon Caligone. Um, anyways, maybe I should talk to the, start the podcast, you know, 11 minutes in, uh, maybe, maybe do that. Um, <laughs> so I'm telling uh, you guys right now that I am, uh, I'm chatting to you on the new, uh, sure SM seven B legendary microphone how uh, they call it. Uh I did uh, I have not record I don't think I have. Maybe I did. Did I have the arm up? I was waiting to record the podcast of the arm. I believe I I did record the last episode on the Shure MV7. Um with well, you know like a little podcast microphone right that also works a USB, but this one is the industry standard it would seem. So here's what happened. Why Josh? Why the new mics? Why Jesus Christ. Excuse me. Why all the mics switches? Well, as I'm continuing to work on a bunch of other shit, I'm also um, still working on bringing this podcast to you in some sort of video medium, right? I want you guys to be able to, to look at my pretty face, and I'll tell you right now, if I was video today, I would not be looking good. Roll out of bed, beard scruffy, hair scruffy, but God damn it, I'm already late on this week's podcast as well. I'm trying to get it more back on track, but I've been, no excuses, I just, I wanted to give you guys something with some energy, a little bit of me uh, fresh, and I'll tell you the mornings have been rough. All right. I'll tell you about the activation I've been doing, but having said that, you know, going forward, I'll have to make sure that every week I'm, I'm bright eyed and bushy tailed for you. Right. So I look half decent. Um at the same time, you know, oh god, I'm not looking forward to all the editing I'm gonna have afterwards. It's gonna take me a long time the first one. I think the first one because I'm like going video, I'll probably be getting like right now. I'm literally like wiping sleep from my eyes while I talk to you, but you can't see it. So it's not horrible. But I would imagine my arm upside down over my face and then digging away. Probably it doesn't make for good YouTube watching. But it is me. That's what you get with the old J dubs. I give you the, I give you the real man. It's genuine. No smash cuts. Um, anyways, I've got an arm, uh, for the, the mic. I probably mentioned it in the last episode. So I installed the mic, uh, arm on my desk, um, and I got a great little system now, too, because it, uh, it has also a clamp. So I installed the base, like screwed it right into my desk. So that's where the arm sits when I'm recording. And then the clamp I have over on my bookshelf. So I'm able to just pull the arm out of the, the base, slam it down into the, the clamp on my bookshelf. And it's a great way to move it around my room. So it's not just always on my desk. Um, but I am I had to replace the tried and true. Nothing wrong with it at all. Sure, as uh, sure. A uh, super fifty-five mic that I've been using for years. Still haven't. I don't know what I'm going to do with it now. It's a fucking gorgeous mic, limited edition. All right, you can't find them no more, dear. Um, I actually think that was on my my list of top five things as well. But um, I'm 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 rocking the new one. So we'll we'll see how this one sounds towards you guys. It's really nice actually having the arm because instead of the old music mic where I'd have to like fuck around with it if I was going to lean back in my chair, this one I can just kind of grab by the mic and I'm doing it right now. You don't even hear the movement of the thing. I can actually lean back in the chair. It's still mic, still right in my face. We're still getting this podcast recorded. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. Um, yeah, you can still hear the mic. I got this right by my face, but I love the fact that even though you can hear the pen, it's not the same as if it was right in front, it's off to the side here. Um, I gotta, I gotta stop doing that. I was doing that during the, the code names game is clicking away at my fucking pen. So, um, I gotta be mindful of the time too, cause I gotta get to work in. in I got to start getting ready for work in about 45 minutes. Can I get this thing banged up? Let's do it. Let's do it nice and quick. So new mic uh, the new arm I'm liking, uh, it makes things a lot easier. I also got the arm because I figured when I'm doing the video podcast, if I have my laptop in front of me, you know, and the cameras in front too. Like I can't have too many things around my arms. It's nicer to be actually have the entire desk. I can actually flap my arms cause I'm a hand talker. I can do that without whacking the mic stand that used to have the super 55 on it. So, um, I will say that at this point, this particular setup seems to be, uh, an improvement and I'll have to work and play with like uh, camera angles so that the mic's not exactly right in my face. You can still see as much in me, my pretty little money, Um, but yeah, so just having fun with that. So in terms of like the audio, if you guys are listening recently, episode to episode you're going "Oh, they sound like slightly different. Um, all the mics are great. So I've got one that is now USB that I can plug into my laptop when doing things, uh, like I did for the first episode of the Codenames live. Um, I also like that it screws onto a, where the fuck did I put it? Oh, it's in the drawer. Uh, it screws onto one of my mic stands. So nicely, that mic will just, it's so I can actually just drop it down with a hard bass mic and point it at my face and, and chat that way. Uh, and that works nice. So it's, uh, we got some versatility, guys. We got some tech that we can play around with, uh, something to suit every situation. So I've got all those mic uh, stands you know, the ones that go on the floor, uh, kill your babies is a a project I've been, you know, I don't say working on for a while. Like I've continuously worked on it, but it's obviously something that is not conducive to COVID. It is very dependent on comedy clubs being open and people able to gather. And, uh, you know, I, I started working on it. The pandemic happened. It's been, you know, shelved for the moment, but it's still on the forefront of my mind and things that I'm doing now and preparations I'm making. So I have to decide whether or not, it's feasible to, uh, you know, um, um, put arms all over the table to have mics up out of the way so that the comics can still be miked while doing their thing. They definitely need the f- space in front of them empty. Um, I was going to do it with the music stands on the floor, but that's a lot of floor space taken and just learning from what I learned is you get excited, you get talking, you know, your hands are moving. Now you're whacking shit. That's kind of stuck out, you know, in front of you. Um, anyways, blah, blah, blah. That is all behind the scenes tech stuff. Just again, like I've been chatting with some other content creators and it's, it's just interesting to be like, Hey, you know, when you're doing this and you're doing that and like you watch a video and every time the camera changes, every time you're looking at a top down unboxing or whatever, know that there's some sort of rig set up where they're filming from above down on the, you know, on the table. Every time the camera switches to another angle was another setup that they had to do was another edit they had to make. Um, so it's just you know, as I've said before, taking this thing to video, I'm going to take my time as much as I've had my cameras for probably a month. Now I still haven't really played around with them or anything like that. I'm kind of one thing at a time and I'll make sure that when we launch video, um, it's, it's ready to go and it's, it's appropriate. Uh, you know, it's, it's ready for you. It's going to be sexy. I'm getting emails coming in here. What do we got in the old email? Anything good? Oh, nope. Just another boring ass thing for a city that I'm not in. Okay. Groovy. Um, so yeah, still excited, uh, to, to move forward with that other stuff, guys. And, uh, of course, you know, you'll be, uh, oh, my pen's dead. <laughs> Everything dies on me. All right. Cross that out. Ba-boom. Codenames Live, Summer Bash. My buddy, Tim Riel has a great show that they do Mondays and Thursdays. And I believe his Thursday cast is the regular cast of the mainstays. And they play a game online called Codenames. Um, and Codenames is a great game. It was a board game that came out, uh, I think 2016, if I'm not mistaken, it is super popular. I've played it with my, by my friend, uh, Chris, who has co-hosted many episodes of this podcast with me. Chris was the one who introduced me to it. I've played it with him numerous times. I've played it with lots of different play people. Uh, great game. It's a word association game. It's not completely unlike password, but there's a lot of different, uh, elements that are, are, are different to it. Um, you got two teams, so it's competitive, and it's kind of takes like the regular codenames games. It takes a minimum of four players to play, but you can play it with more. Um, it's a guessing game. There's words, you know, sprayed out, and the idea is that you're trying to spread out. Sorry, not uh, splayed and spread turned into sprayed out. Uh, there are words splayed out on the table, and uh, you're you've got a you know one side. Of, of your team has a, a, a codex letting you know which words are yours, your your partner does not know, and it's your job to give clues to lead your partner to your words. However, your partner can also accidentally guess the wrong words if your clue isn't good enough, um, giving the other team points or, you know, maybe just maybe just losing your turn, right? You get a certain amount of guesses based on what your, your partner gives you, right? He may think that he's got a word clue that will draw you to three different cards on the board. Um, the only thing is that often enough there's cards on the board that are, you know, not your team's words, you know, um, I remember uh, just as an example, um, you know, my, my partner is playing with Jason one time, uh, just as a, a fun little thing to do, uh, on Tim's game like back. It wasn't, it wasn't a competition. It was just a regular, you know, kind of uh game of code names live. And, uh, Jason had given me the clue, uh, strong, Right. And now that, that was my clue strong for however many, and I'm looking down at the board and I see the word arm, right? I see the word steel. I'm like, oh fuck. Strong as steel. Right. I'm like, okay. So I, I touched the strong, strong as steel. It wasn't our word. It actually ended up being the other team's word. And I look at him and go, Jay, you say steel and you don't see the word strong or sorry. You see, you say the word strong and you don't think that I'm going to pick steel. Steel is very strong. So anyways, I go, whatever. I guess it's going to be one of the other words. Turn goes by, comes back to us, and I'm like, he gives me a different clue for different words, but I'm like, I'm going to go back to that strong thing, and I see the word arm, and I'm thinking strong arm, right? You're going to strong arm somebody. Okay, that's going to be arm. Tap an arm. Also not it. I go, Jay, that was the worst fucking clue, but that gives you an example of how someone can give you a clue. You're looking at words, and you only have that one word to associate the, the words on the table, thinking, what words is he trying to lead me to? Um so that's kind of the, just the base nature of, of code names. Um, I've played it many, many times, but my friend Tim Riel has a, uh, the official code names live on twitch where uh two teams play online you can watch it uh, online go and we did a big summer summer bash where myself and a very uh prominent board name board game figure uh and just gaming in general figure paul dean was my partner uh paul is i i was introduced to paul through a youtube channel called shut up sit down where they review board games they have all sorts of board game stuff on there it's great if you're kind of fascinated about board games and you're not really sure of like, Hey, well, what games are good and whatnot. Uh, their reviews of games are absolutely outstanding, like, like absolutely outstanding. Um, so it was a huge pleasure to be able to, uh, to play with Paul and even speaking with him, um, outside of, of the game. Um, I had asked him if he might be willing to be a, uh, a guest on the podcast at some point, And he said that he would be interested in that. So, um, that might be something that I'll have for you guys in the future. Now, um, Having said that, it was really fun. We played our first game on uh, Thursday night and we did decent. We did decent. It was a, it was a hard fought victory. Uh, we, we played against a team of comedians, uh, Sam Norton. And I do apologize. I, his, his friend's name was XL. It was XL. So Sam and XL were playing against us. And, uh, and it was a tough one. It was a tough one, but we, we won that. We moved on to the next evening, the Friday night. We played against the participation atrophies, um, was Karen Joy, uh, another two comics and, uh, Clint Gibbons, uh, two, two Ottawa comedians, uh, that we played against. Um, and again, that one was, was, was a tough game. However, our, um, our teammates, or sorry, our competitors, our, uh, our competitors, um, accidentally like, well, they lost the game by picking the assassin words. Somebody I didn't mention is that on every game board, there is one word that if you pick that word, uh, you know, uh, if you're or sorry, I should say like the person guessing if they pick that word, it is instant loss for your team. You click the assassin. It's over. doesn't matter how far of a lead you may have had or whatever you pick that word. It's fucking over, baby. So. Um, the, that team, uh, unfortunately, uh, picked the assassin both games and they were toastitos. So, um, great fun seeing them, great fun playing against them. It, they were doing well, but them's the breaks. You know what I mean? Sometimes you win the tour de France and they find out that you've been injecting, uh, you know, steroids into your testicle, your single testicle. Um, so <laughs> when they take, they take that away, take it away, take away the victory. Um, so it was fun. And then we played the last game on Sunday night and that was against the get tent and holy shit, a more intense finals. That has not been, There's no been a more intense finals than that. Holy shit. Were we ever having fun? Um, it was hard fun. I think at one point, like, like Paul and I had eight words left and they had two and we fought all the the way back bang 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 paul and i got all of like like within two turns they made a couple mistakes in their guesses and then paul and i fought back bang 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 till the point where it was uh one one nothing we still lost that first round but instead of like losing like oh fuck nothing we we fought all the way back and it was we had one card left when they when they guessed like i had a kind of a random guess and that's always scary When you're at that point, you're like, I could take a random guess now or hope that they don't get their last one. And and I think I took a random guess and it just, luckily it didn't, it didn't give them the win, but it, 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 uh, it was just a neutral card. Anyways, the, the point is that we fought back in that first round. The second round we won another hard fought victory. The words were very, very difficult. And, uh, and we, we got it. And then the last game, it was fucking neck and neck, neck and neck those onesies who were watching, who who saw that game, holy fuck, it was neck and neck. And then I think it came down to, there was uh, two, two words left, right? My clue was powerful. So I had like, I had like one stab. I'm like, this is like the make or break, you know? Well, I mean, I suppose I couldn't have... I was thinking I was like, win or lose. I mean, I, I there's still a chance they wouldn't have got the last word. I think they knew what they, they had one word left. We had one word left. So this was kind of like, if I get this right, we're, we're, we win. If I get this guess wrong, that's it. Like they're probably going to do, if you're, if you're trying to lead someone to one card, giving a one, one card clue is easy because you can just pick a word that's super associated with that one word. It's trying to pick one word that ties you to multiple words. That's difficult. So, I, I, Paul gave me a clue powerful for two. I can't remember what the first word that I picked was, but the two words that were left were train and vampire. The two words that I, I thought would, would be associated with powerful, right? Cause vampires are powerful and, and trains are powerful. And I'm just like, oh, like it's so hard to commit because it's, it's the winner lose guess right and of course we're we're streaming this live on Twitch so we you know I'm looking down at the 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 comments right like, come on audience come on viewers like help me what do you guys think and it seemed to be damn near unanimous from the chat the train was the word representing powerful so i'm like okay i'm i'm you know what you guys seem more confident than me i'm I'll, let's do it i click train and it's the fucking assassin it's the fucking assassin so bang, lost, lost. We didn't just like pick the wrong word. We fucking lost. And vampire was the word. Um, So it was just like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, hard way to lose, hard way to lose to pick the, eh, you know, touch the sides, whatever it is. And the funny thing too, is like every time I would guess something and I was wrong, all of my friends, you know, from the benefit of hindsight, of course, now knowing that that's not the right answer are uh, it's not that, it's this dumbass. I'm like, well, yeah, obviously when I eliminate one of the two choices, it's easy to see which one is the correct word. But I digress. Um hard fought game, so much fun. Uh had a blast. Congratulations to the get tense. Uh, thank you so much to Tim Riel for hosting the thing, inviting me to be a part of it, and pairing me up with the amazing Paul Dean. Thank you so much, Paul, for for being cool with me as your partner and, and having fun with me. I actually had a blast guys. It was, it was a really fun thing to do. Um, especially just the, you know, pandemic wise, being able to sit, you know, on, uh, on the thing, what, what Tim is doing with code names is amazing. Um, you guys can watch the show. They're going back to, to the regular season. They were taking a break for the summer, but, um, you can check it out at twitch.tv slash Tim underscore real r-i-e-l so that's twitch.tv slash tim underscore r-i-e-l uh to watch codenames live he is officially sponsored by the company that makes the game so it's not just some guy playing a game or whatever it, it, it's it, production value is incredible um he is completely 100 backed by the company making the game it is the official codenames live uh, that you can see on the internet. I I can't wait to kind of check out some of the games and stuff like that, throw it on in the background. Um, plays Mondays and Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, I know that they, they did this because of the summer hiatus, so I'm not quite sure when exactly they're starting again. It may very well be this week. Um, I should probably have reached out to Tim to ask him first, but I just, I had a blast. I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, we made it all the way to the finals. There is no shame in losing. And honestly, we played... Um, we played the maximum amount of games. So like, it's not like, you know, we could have played more. Uh, we played the maximum amount of games, had the maximum amount of fun. The only thing we, we lost was the, the, the board games, you know, but I already own them. You know what I mean? I think the, I think that's my, that's my male competitiveness. That's the only like, nah, but um, wow, fun. And I know, I know that we put on a show for those watching, like the people watching had fun. We had a good time kind of fucking around and things like that. I had fun. I actually can't, I got to tell you, I, I can't wait to do it again. I hope to be able to do it again. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's it. Uh, Sunday also was uh, the little lady's birthday it was, uh, was Micker's birthday. Uh, turned 14, got to go over and see her and the other kiddo and the lady, uh, the lead lady for breakfast, just had a nice little breakfast with them. And then, uh, and then back to life. I just wanted to say a uh, happy belated to mix as well. Uh, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, Good times. Um, I gave my little happy belated to Angie. Angie onesie. Angie, thank you for watching the Codenames Live. I hope you had a blast. I look forward to trying the game with you guys online at some point. will be fun skis. Okay. Let's see what else. Um, I tried like six times this week to watch meet the Fockers. Um, Meet the parents, right? De Niro, Ben Stiller good movie it's uh, a classic i don't know but it was a fun movie for its time you know de niro kind of around that time coming off the back of all these gangster movies so it was always fun to see him as like a kind of a tough scary guy but in this comedic role it was good i think um i think he actually is enjoying doing the comedies i don't know if he was in a ton of comedies before that always a lot of uh you know uh serious dramatic roles raging bull that kind of shit and shit that kind of that kind of cinema and um I know that, uh, what else? Uh, blue, 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 blue. Sorry. It's phone going off with a bunch of stuff for work. Um, yeah, he was, he was doing all this serious, dramatic, tough guy, gangster sort of shit. And then he did analyze this with Billy Crystal and he played like that same role, but in a comedy, I think he probably, you know, was like, you know what? I kind of like this shit. I kind of like this comedy stuff. You know, it's funny. So, uh, you know, then he did meet the parents anyways. All this to say that, that meet the Fockers, you know, you're throwing in Dustin Hoffman and, uh, what's her face there? Uh, oh my God, not Bette Midler. It's not Bette Midler. I know it's not Bette Midler. God, the Streisand. I'm like, I'm like that fucking annoying one. (laughs) Streisand, right? You got Barbara Streisand. I mean, I'm not shitting on her. Just saying like, she's, she's a good actress. Dustin Hoffman's amazing actor. Like you're throwing in, oh, it's meet the Fockers, right? We're playing with that last name Fockers. You know, that little joke is now the title of this movie. So I'm like, you know, sequels, you can't expect as much from sequels. So, you know, I, I tried putting it on. I assumed I would enjoy it a little bit. Holy fuck is it bad. I fell asleep that movie like six times this week. I've never seen it before. And I'm like, ah, it's on Netflix. I'll give it a shot. Right. Oh my God. I could pass it. It's so stupid. So stupid. It's almost like they're trying to bring back like the, the father condescending to him and, and making him feel unwelcome. And it's like, dude. You, you, you already resolved that in the first movie. Now we're supposed to believe that he's just, it's just, he's still okay with you being the son-in-law, but you're going to be uncomfortable. There's near Falker keeps talking like, I don't Get the fuck out of here. It was, it was not good. It was sad. And then I can't believe they made a third one. Oh, going back to that hack line, little Falkers. Ha 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 ha. Get it. Oh, these little Falkers are, oh, for Christ's sakes. But, hey, you know, anyone who's like, oh, my God, those movies are hilarious. So funny. Fockers, his name's Gaylord Fogger. <laughs> I love it. Anyways, if that's you, uh, <laughs> so sorry to disappoint you. Um, I did not love it as much as you did. <laughs> Why? so funny. Um. So yeah, uh, just, just throw it up there in terms of like, I haven't really been able to watch anything cause I've been so fucking busy, but, um, I did watch something I did like, let's do, uh, let's do this heist, this heist show. Um, I was, I was trying to, um, I think just throw something on while I was eating the other night. I was getting ready to record the podcast. I did my notes and everything. And I was like, okay, it's getting late, but I got to eat. I'm like, I'm hungry. I'm not going to be able to focus. And. I throw on this thing. I, I, I turn it on and I see this thing, Heist, and I'm like, okay, there's like a million of these, like documentaries and stuff. And I, I like watching documentaries. Um, The show Heist comes on. the The little trailer for it. And it's some guy being like, you know, I work the Bourbon Buffalo Trace Distillery, did, 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 did. And I was like, oh fuck, like the Buffalo Trace Distillery, like that's the, like some of the best bourbons that you can get all come from the Buffalo trace distillery. You know, I've got several of them. I've got, you know, Blanton's and, and Eagle, rare Weller, two different kinds of Weller, three different kinds of 1792. You know, I've got the EH Taylors that are difficult to get. I don't know if I told you guys that story, but I'm not going to do it this week. Anyways. Um, you know, trying to get my hands on a Pappy Van Winkle get, get, get. So, um, <laughs> I see this trailer come on and the guy's like, you know, it's like a heist of these guys were stealing like the hard to get shit. You know, it was almost like that McMillions, right. Where that guy was stealing the million dollar, um, McDonald's stickers. So like everyone who for years was playing, I hope I win. It's like, you never had a chance of winning it. You had 0% chance of ever winning it. not like condom percentage where it was like, Oh, you have like a 0.1. No, no, no. You had no chance of winning because motherfucker was stealing them and giving them, selling them to people. Um, so yeah, it, it seemed from the trailer that, that, uh, you know, that's what the case was with this that, oh, it's guys been stealing the, the tough to get the Pappy Van Winkles, the EH Taylors, the, uh, whatever else there is, you know, the, the, the Blanton's gold. So just from the trailers, like oh, I'd love to watch that. So I click it on, I'm like, I'll throw that out while I'm eating. And I scroll down and I see all oh, the bourbon King or whatever, like part one. And then part two, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to, you know, they're 50 minutes long. I'm like, I'm not going to have time to two hours. I got to get the podcast recorded. So I scroll up to the top one and I didn't see a part one, probably because the title was so long. I couldn't see part one. So I was like, oh, here's a single one, 40 minutes or 45 minutes. I'll throw that on while I eat click. And that one was called sex, magic, money, murder. And it was the story of this woman who fell in love with some ex con in Vegas. And they, they stole $3 million from circus circuit. Well, from the, 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 security, you know, money truck that she was driving. Except it was a van. It wasn't like an armored car, it was a van. At least in the documentary it was a van. Um so they did uh it was really it was really cool like it showed how like how she was like, you know, being manipulated by and whatever, but she loved them and this and that and it showed like how they how they stole the money and they were on the run and the woman like turned herself in. It was like 1993 or something that this happened. Uh she turns herself in in like 2005. Uh, I believe it was and, uh, and it was just fascinating. It's just fascinating. Uh, the entire thing, how it went down, what they did, this and that, the manhunt, where they moved around to, like, it was just, I don't know, it was just a documentary, but it was fascinating. It was heist, how they got, and they effectively did get away with it. If she hadn't, you know, I'm not going to, I won't spoil it for you, but it's on Netflix. It's called heist. Uh, I checked that out and I will definitely be going back. There's only So that's the thing. There's only three stories to it uh there's the sex magic money murder that's the one that i watched and then they have the the other is the the money plane they call it and then the other one was the one i that got my attention from the trailer that i want to watch is the bourbon king that one i'm really looking forward to so i will definitely be uh watching those when i have some time in the near future and uh based on the one that i watched uh i think i recommend it it was pretty fucking cool um yeah past that let's say uh let's talk about the fact that i missed a spot at yuck yucks that's this one bothered me well of course i'm i'm professional when it comes to stand-up comics you know i try to be professional when it comes to everything except this podcast uh you know you get what you pay for (laughs) but uh i i uh came home so i'm doing this marketing gig you know and i'll tell you guys about that next and that's what i'll close off with before jumping over to the top five um i I am I'm, I'm doing this marketing gig and I'm on my feet all day long and I'm wiped by the end. Okay. Not trying to make excuses or anything, but just this week I've been absolutely wiped come the end. The mall is very, very hot. I don't know why it should be air conditioned, but it doesn't seem to be. So we're walking and we're running around doing stuff. I'll tell you more about it in a bit, but anyways, I'm just letting you know I come home and I'm wiped. So Tuesday night I come home the night. I should have recorded this podcast, but I was just bleh. I, I lay down. I'm going to have a nap. Whatever, and then wake up with a little bit of energy. Record the podcast. All right. So I wake up uh, to a Facebook message saying, "You know, you requested a spot and you didn't show up for it." You know, and I was like, uh, I, "I I respond. I go, um, I, I have this in my calendar as Thursday. Like Thursday night is when I have the 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 thing. I don't know what I'm supposed to. You know, like I, I don't know what happened." And and he messages and says, "Oh, I uh, you know I changed the date ten days ago and everyone else saw it." Um. And I was like, well, that's, that's, you know, I, I apologize. I go, I go, I, I apologize. I had it in my calendar as Thursday. I would never, I would never know show. I'm really sorry. What can I do? You know, I, I hope you don't think that I deliberately didn't show up. And, um, and I, uh, yeah. Yeah. And it was just, you know, I, you know, and, and, and Howard was like, and he's no, I, it's like, I don't, but unfortunately there's nothing I can do about it. Like there's, there's nothing that can be done to get you another spot. And I'm kind of okay with that. I was really nervous about doing my spot. I'm like, I haven't done stand-up comedy in a long time. This is a, a competition thing that's going on. So, I mean, I still would have done it. I still would have done my best, but who knows what the outcome would have been. So I was nervous. Um, but I was, I was really kind of, uh, I was embarrassed because I, I take my, you know, I take my comedy serious. I, I, in terms of of the professional part, I show up on time. I do my time. I don't fuck around. Um, so I was I was really embarrassed. But the thing that bothered me about it, unfortunately, and this is something this is what I'm trying to so I'm not trying to shit on Howard or anything like that. Like I get it, and I get that everyone else saw it somehow. But I didn't receive um, like like the the lineup is posted on Facebook. So when we were originally when it was originally posted, um, and we were you know I don't think we were tagged in it, but I could be wrong. I'm not trying to shit on anything. But I when I went on it. I, uh, I looked at the thing and it said Thursday and I, I put in my calendar right away, Thursday night that I out like it's in there. I book shit right away so I don't forget. And then I guess, I guess they went in and changed the, the, the date, right? So I don't think you get a Facebook notification. If someone changed the changes, the text in a post, you don't get notified that, Hey, this, this thing was edited. So I never, I never got a notification. I never had any reason to think that the date would change. Um, so I think that it's been bothering me, but it's only been bothering me because I'm like, I'm, I'm all about taking accountability. If I fucked up, I'll say it. And I, 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 I missed the show that I was supposed to be on. Sure. But it moved from Thursday to Tuesday and I, I never got a notification or anything. There was nothing that, that should have dropped my, you know, I didn't get an email saying, Hey, by the way, this is here. And I just didn't read my emails or something. You know what I mean? Like. I, I, just, I was booked on Thursday and that's what I was working with. I never received anything that should have led me to think otherwise. So I was really, really bummed out about that. Anyways. Um, it's just embarrassing. Like the first time doing comedy after the lockdown, you know what I mean? Or once we've come back out again, that I, I missed it because of like a, a rescheduling thing that I never was never notified of. I'm, that's all. I'm just, I'm, I'm worried about how it makes me look as a professional but you know hey guys contact at one man podcast.com. send me an email put my fears to rest tell me it's going to be okay you know josh it's fine buddy you make mistakes you're a human being well thanks onesies i love you guys so good to me all right um and and i will say you know uh, publicly i apologize to howard for for missing that i'm sorry for anything that it uh you know, cause I hope it didn't cause any, any issues or anything. I'm just really disappointed. Yeah. I asked for a spot and and didn't show up for it. I just, I just didn't realize it moved. Ah, but we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, we'll be back to, to hanging out and doing stuff again soon, doing the stand up. I'll tell you guys about the dates when I, when I confirm them, uh, in August, I'll have some shows in, uh, in Ottawa and Kingston. Um, so this, this, this welcome back promo I'm doing, I'll talk about this. I'll do the top five. I'll give you back your day. Um, the, the promo I'm doing right now is like a welcome back. So CF is Cadillac Fairview They They own, uh, properties all across the country. Um, you know, malls predominantly. Um, and, uh, because of COVID and everything being shut down, uh, they're doing a giant welcome back promotion, right? We're, we're all across the country. If you go to a Cadillac Fairview mall, so anyone's listening anywhere. Uh, I would encourage my people in Alberta and British Columbia and Quebec and everything like that. You go to a Cadillac Fairview CF, right? A lot of people are like, Hey, how come my mall's called CF, you know? rito center now it stands for cadillac fairview um that's the property owners and right now uh, all the big cf malls across the country are doing this welcome back initiative for you know at least at this point it'll be the following few you know at least another five to to seven days um we're we're all the way until wednesday of next week so there'll be another podcast the 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 next podcast that comes out that's your last day to, to get to one of these properties so we are giving out all right. I don't, I don't think I signed anything saying I wouldn't tell you guys this. We are giving out uh, $2,000 worth of $10 gift cards. So this is a little exclusive for the onesies. So you come to a Cadillac Fairview mall, you look for the people wearing the Navy blue shirts that say CF on them and you walk up to them and say, can I get a, can I get a $10 gift card please? And they should give you one, you know? Um, you say that I heard on the one man podcast that, that they were doing $10 gift cards, but here's the cool thing. So I'm the lead for this program in mine, And one of the things that I'm doing is I get to go around and we have a list of stores every day. They load me up with, with, uh, some gift cards, some big, big ticket gift cards. And my job is to go around and, uh, you know, on this list of stores pay for people's purchases. Huh? How cool is that? So I go into these stores, I see someone who's, who's about to pay for the purchase. I step in, I go, Hey, you know what? On behalf of Cadillac Fairview and the Rito Center, we'd love to thank you guys for, for coming back after COVID. And today we'd like to take care of your purchase for you. All right. We'd like to take care of that. Boom, swipe, kaboom on me. And we do this at large stores, little stores. We buy, you know, you could be in the food court or the dining hall, as they call it, uh, you know, and have your lunch paid for. It's just surprising people with paying for the purchase. So we're not like, Hey, congratulations. You have a shopping spree. Um, it's, Hey, you know, Hey, that purchaser, we're going to take care of that for you. So it's kind of fun. I just pick someone at random. And then as they go through the store, you know, we just wait till they get to the front and then bang, you know, Hey, we're paying for your purchase. It's, it's great. It's making a lot of people's day. Um, there's only one, I don't want to say a flaw, but there's one little hiccup to that is, uh, every now and again, I have a store on my list and nobody's in it. Every time I go by, there's nobody in it. So every now and again, um, you know, I've got to pick somebody. I, I just have someone walking by the store and I go, Hey, how would you like to go in there and, and pick something out? Like, you know, and, uh, and if that happens, you know, I might pay for your purchase for you. Very rare that this happens. Usually these stores have customers and things like that, but funny enough, like there was a coffee shop, uh, a bridgehead that never has anybody in it. Shocking. Cause coffee shops in the Rito center are always full you know, a bridge heads are always full, no matter where they are in the city full, maybe not, but you're at least going to have one or two people in line, somebody you can pay a free purchase. So, so every now and again, you know, you got stand around and wait for a little bit until someone comes in, but some of these stores, like I said, very few of them, but some of them have like nobody in them, like ever. And I'm going to tell you one of the stories. Um, just because it was so fucking weird and it's kind of outside of what we're supposed to be doing. Like, again, I'm not supposed to front load somebody. It's not to be like, Hey, why don't you go in there and whatever you buy, I'll pay for Cause that's crazy. I still have a budget every day of how much I can spend doing this whole thing. So I'm not trying to tell people that, Hey, if you go in there, whatever you buy is covered, you know, the whole idea is that they're supposed to, they're, they're, they're supposed to be they're supposed to think that they're gonna pay for it on their way to the cash, right? So that you know, you would change what you were buying if you went to a store and go, Whatever I buy, they're paying for. Sweet. Let me just get everything. You know? So uh yesterday, Wednesday, um, I uh I, I one of the stores on my list, the top one on my list was like this this lingerie place. And I was like, Oh, this is gonna be a tough one. So we we went by a few times throughout the course of the day, and it was always empty. I won't even name the place cause I didn't want, it's not Victoria's secret. I will say that, but it's just, it was a small independent lingerie store and I, I'm not going to shit on them. Oh, I was always empty. It's not a good promo for them. But the idea was, I'm like, you know, we, we need somebody, we need to get this store. We need to to buy a purchase from the store. Um, and so I think I, I was like, how the fuck am I going to just approach some nice woman and be like, be like, Hey, uh, you know, uh, how would you like, you know, like, like looking like I do, right. You know, there's ways you can do it and there's ways you can't, you can't just walk up and be like, can I buy your panties for you? You know, like what? He wants to buy my panties. No, no. Like if you go in there and buy panties, I'll pay for them. Like, you know, (laughs) it's like, like you can't do that. So I was just kind of like, Hey, um, we're, we're doing an initiative in the mall, you know, and it's supposed to be a surprise, but here's the thing I've got, you know, no customers in the store. So, um, if you like, Uh, if you were to go in there and I was to give you a budget of say a hundred dollars, um, why don't you go ahead and pick something out? And on behalf of Cadillac Fairview, we'll pay for it for you. You know, we're just trying to give back and we've got different stores every day. This happens to be one of them, you know, and I go, I won't even, it was such a small store too, that I couldn't even like stand in a corner and wait for them to pick their stuff. Like some of the stores are big enough that I can give someone lots of space, you know, they can do their thing. And then I meet them at the cash. This one is so small that I'm literally like how uncomfortable too, would it be for like a woman to be like picking up like lacy panties and like looking at them and I'm standing there like watching basically having an idea of like what the, hey, you know, where are those can I see them? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just, I, I was, I was like, I wanted people to feel comfortable and have space. So I'm like, I'm like, you go ahead, take your time. I'm going to go out and wait in the hall. <laughs> you let me know when you're finished. So I did eventually find a nice uh couple ladies who were willing to, to go in. And it was funny because they were, we were looking for a, a different location on the map. And I just heard them say like, is there anywhere else like you want? Like, I think I'm kind of done shopping. Yeah, I, I, I there is maybe like one more spot and I go, I'm so sorry to bother you guys. I go, this is going to sound so weird. Um, we're doing an initiative here. I'm, I've got like a sheet that, sh- that, that for the, the retailers and I'm like, so we're here from Cadillac Fairview. I, I, we're, we're doing this thing and I'm like, so if you wanted to, it's right down the hall here, like on the left, if you'd be interested in maybe taking a look and they're like, like, well, like how much? And I gave them a tiny little bit like, for real. And one of them's like, I, I did need new underwear and I just, I've, I've been kind of a, you know, i've just been putting it off and i was like well then this was the perfect time and they were cool the only thing that sucked was they took like 29 minutes in there so i'm standing out in the hall you know i, I did have a partner with me my partner jad who you know i've talked about it in the podcast before jad's not a million gigs with me we're just standing out there how weird it is like like we're waiting down down the down the road like waiting for someone to come you know buy us beer or whatever we're just waiting until they come out it was just funny so you know at one point they're finally like okay sorry we're ready it's sorry it took so long it's just like Hey, look, I'm just glad it happened. It was just funny to me to be like, because I did ask two or three other people first. Um, I also was like, I'm not asking anyone super young because that's fucking weird. So I tried to make it like middle-aged, you know, but it's also like a lingerie store. I think they had like a couple bathing suits. So I was even trying to like, Hey, so if you like want like a new bathing suit, or something. but just to be like, Hey, if you want to like buy a bathing suit and I'll like pay for it. You know, it, it just, I don't know. It was an awkward conversation. We were laughing about it in the morning with, with my support team that was at the mall, right. The, the guest services team. I was like, really, you're going to send me in, you know, to offer to pay for someone's panties. Like <laughs> it, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. So needless to say, I was, uh, I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. I mean, I'm not afraid to ask, but, but on behalf of the mall, like last thing I would want is like, someone takes a picture of me and blogs about it. This guy tried to buy my panties. Um, so yeah, so The main takeaway from this is, um, if you show up to the Rito center, if you're here in Ottawa and you show up to the Rito center in the next few days, uh, you know, look for yours truly. I'll have a, I'll have a $10 gift certificate for you. I will take, I will definitely, I'm probably not supposed to give them directly to you, but you know what? If you're a onesie, the whole idea is we're trying to welcome people back to the mall. So if you're going out of your way to come all the way down to the Rito center, just to see me and get a $10 gift card, I'm going to make that happen for you. I will risk losing this gig for you guys. Um, and if, if you know. If I don't know you probably best not to identify yourself, but you know, I mean, if you want a $10 gift card, that's easy, but maybe you might even have the luck of being in the right place at the right time that I will pay for your purchase for you. And this same thing is true. Of any Cadillac Fairview property in the country so if you're listening out in Halifax you're listening in Calgary you're listening in Edmonton you know Vancouver this is happening all over the country guys so please please for your own sake feel free to jump into one of those malls in the next few days and uh, and see about getting yourself some free shit you find the blue people you find the blue shirt CF people hey you're gonna get at least 10 bucks you get at least $10 gift card so you know um do that up. Do that up. Come back out to Malls. It's uh, you know, everyone's wearing masks and shit. At least here in Ontario, it's safe. You know? Go get yourself something. You know, Toronto, hey, Eaton Center, you guys could, you know, they, they could wander around, right? You see some guy walk into a store wearing a blue Cadillac Fairview shirt, you know, maybe he's gonna pay for a purchase in that store. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, what do I know? I, I know nothing. I know that I might, right? I'm making predictions. So, there's that. Okay. All right, guys. We're at 50-minute mark, 52-minute mark here, at least on my recorder, which means with the intros and shit, we're probably at 55 minutes. Let's get right to the top five for the week, and then we will send everyone home with a big old smile on their face. So, starting right off the bat, this top five week, uh, throughout the course of just sitting around, walking around with colleagues, shit like that, um, shit like that, stuff like that, shooting the caca, um... We have, uh, I have heard about people talking about a lot of shows lately. Uh, I heard Max and, and his friends talking about stuff. Um, just regular conversations with people, a lot of shows are coming up. And so this is the top five shows I hear people talking about lately that I guess I'll watch. And that is prominent. I guess I'll watch, not that I'm excited to watch, but I'm like, "Ah, I guess I'll watch them enough. People are talking about them. I'll see what it's about. Um, so that's it. The top five shows I've heard people talking about lately, lately, very important that I guess I'll watch. And uh, coming in at number five is Shameless. Now I know Shameless is not a new show. It's been out for a long time, but so many people talk about it and it's always sitting at the top of my Netflix. So I guess I'll check it out. And for anyone who doesn't know what it's about, I do know that it stars William H. Macy. So because I know it's on Netflix, let me pull up Netflix and see what the Netflix synopsis is for this show. That's what I'll do for the top five. I can't really speak intelligently about it because I don't know what the fuck it is. I haven't watched it. Uh, one of them, I just opened the Netflix app and it's literally sitting right at the top. Uh, number one, as a matter of fact, is sitting right at the top. So, uh, shameless, I will read to you, uh, what it says about it. So let's see here. We're going to hit more. Nope. That's just the cast. Okay. So nice and simple. It says Frank erects walls around. The- oh, this is for that single fucking episode. So can we go to the overall show? Can I go to season one and get a fucking synopsis? I don't want to watch that episode. Can we go back here? Yeah, let's go back and then see if I can click on the info. Maybe info will give me the entire thing. This is fucking falling apart right now. Frank Rex Wells, when the Gallagher house. a new waitress at Patsy's pies. Yeah. So I'm supposed to know about all that shit already. All right. Well, looks like, you know what? Here, let's do IMDB. You know, Josh, you could have just wrote down the synopsis. So you'd have it. Yeah, maybe I could have but then I wouldn't be being myself. Would I, I would be some sort of professional that I'm not. So let's see if we can get a synopsis image awards, ratings, critic reviews. Did you know trivia plot? Summerland tag uh, plot summary. Sure. Watch this. Watch the Irish American family. The Gallagher's dealing with their alcoholic father, Frank Fiona, the eldest daughter takes the role of the parent to her five brothers and sisters. Lip, Ian, Debbie, Carl, and Liam deal with life on the south side of Chicago. Fiona balances her sex life and raising her siblings. Every episode is another crazy situation that one or more of the Gallagher six get into. Watch them grow and learn and how to make their way in life with, with what little they have. Perfect. Eloquent. I'll keep that up So shameless. I've heard lots of people say it's a great show. I guess I'll have to start checking it out. Fear Street. Fear Street is another one that everybody is talking about, or at least the people around me are talking about. It's also on Netflix. Uh, Fear Street, there's Fear Street, 1994, Fear Street, 1978, and uh, and 1666, and it's like part one, two, and three, Um, and so what it says about Fear Street is... Uh, after a series of brutal slayings, a teen and her friends take on an evil force that's plagued their notorious town for centuries. Welcome to Shady Side. Uh, it almost looked like a Stranger Things, um, like a Stranger Things meets Scream. Or, or something like that. So, um, you know, that's just from the, just the quick little trailer that I watched. So that's one that a a few people have said, you know, my, my people who know that I'm into horror or whatever, like, yeah, you should check it out. It's kind of cool. So fear street coming in at number four on shows. I hear people talking about lately that I guess I'll watch number three, too hot to handle. All right. Now this one seems like a bunch of fucking bullshit, but lately like Max and his friends, and then he brought it up with servers and stuff like that. And I was like, Jesus Christ. What is this bullshit? So it's a show called Too Hot to Handle. There is, uh, according to Netflix, there is Too Hot to Handle Latino, uh, Too Hot to Handle Brazil, and then Too Hot to Handle just the show. Too Hot to Handle. One of the shores of... Sorry, one of... On the shores of paradise, gorgeous singles meet and mingle, but there's a twist to win a hundred thousand dollar grand prize. They'll have to give up sex. Oh my God. How do pretty people not fuck for a few weeks? I've gone fucking years without sex and these fucking idiots are like, oh, can you go like, I don't know. Can you whack off? That's what I would do. I would wake up, rub one out. I would do it like a toothbrushing, uh, roots regiment, right? Wake up, jerk off jerk off after lunch jerk off before bed you know what i mean (laughs) keeps you regular right we can even call it empty in the toothpaste tube you know what i mean um but it's so they're so fucking stupid too i I saw the trailer and they're like two two good-looking people talking to each other it's fucking like um do you like how serious are you with that person you go to bed with every night like um like i don't know like i'm like (laughs) i guess like Not like kind (laughs) of, I don't know, (laughs) like it's just, I, I, and people like, Oh, I I just keep watching. I'm like, why? I guarantee, I guarantee you this one's going to be like very Jersey shore-ish where you're just watching these fucking train wrecks and the whole idea is like what they're hot. I don't know. To me, I can see an attract physically attractive person. And you go like, yeah, they're attractive. And then right away, you're like, yeah, but like, what kind of life experience do they have? What kind of personality? Like, what could, what do they have to say? Like that shit creeps in and, and watching the show, I could be like, wow, these people do look attractive. And then three minutes in being like, ugh, like, like being so unattracted to them because they're so fucking stupid. But even, even, I mean, Hey, I got to recognize shit for what it is so far. It seems like I've had more to say about this fucking show than the other ones, but I keep hearing p- people talk about it. I saw, I saw the, I think the trailers for it when it first came out, like, I think there was an episode, a season that came out a year or two ago. And I was like, well, that just seems like so vain and and gross, but I guess that shit works. Number two Vikings, uh, my PlayStation group, Chad and Angie are talking about the show Vikings. Now, again, another one that has, has been on it's run its course, everything like that yet. For some reason, uh, by, by, the way, everything so far has been on Netflix. I'm going to check and see if Vikings is also on Netflix. Uh, Vikings appears to be on Netflix. So this one here, this gritty drama charts the exploits of Viking hero Ragnar Lothbrok as he extends the Norse reach by challenging the unfit leader who lacks vision, whatever. It's a show about fucking Vikings would be my, would be my guess. Um, it appears to have four seasons on Netflix. So uh, yeah, Vikings, uh, Angie and Chad are talking about this thing. There's they're super addicted to it. Um, you know, they're bowing out of the group early to, to go watch episodes and before bed and stuff. So, um, I guess I'll check it out. Jason also watches it. Jason's also said Vikings is a great show. So I will check it out. And then, uh, number one, number one, also on Netflix. So it appear that everything I'm, I'm listing is on Netflix. I have, I have all, almost all the streaming services. So not, this wasn't intentional, but just happens to be that a lot of people are talking about this number one. And, and again, of course, since a lot of people are talking about it, I would imagine uh, it will come as no surprise to some of you. Some of you may have already watched it or have heard people talking about it. Um, manifest. Uh, my mother was the first one to bring it up to me, but everyone's saying, you watching Manifest? You watching Manifest? So uh, Manifest. Right, and I'm thinking like, oh, something to manifest to 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 make itself, you know, into existence or whatever. But no, it's like a plane manifest. So, when a plane mysteriously lands years after takeoff, the people on board return to a world that has moved on without them and face strange new realities. Doesn't that sound like the people who came back after Thanos's snap? Right, the blip, they've returned, and now it's five years later. It's almost like, hey, let's do a whole show as if people had gotten on a plane instead of being snapped out by a purple monkey. You know what I mean? Um, but everybody says good sounds to me like it's a bit like lost uh, a bit like you know the the mcu things like that so manifest coming in at number one and that's her guys that's been my week my week has been giving out money uh paying for purchases missing (laughs) stand-up and uh you know playing with with mics and stuff like that and of course the code names live summer bass bash with my buddy, Tim Riel, twitch.tv slash Tim underscore Riel R I E L. Uh, you can check out his channel to see other things like that, but I had a blast playing in the competition. Um, I've been enjoying making people's day, even though it's like fucking physically exhausting, running all over the mall and being on my feet for so long. Um, I'm having fun. It's nice to be doing marketing gigs again. I, again, I'm very grateful to be the lead on it as, excuse me as well. Um, having fun guys. Life is good peaches and cream. And, uh, I I think that'll do it for this week's podcast. Um, sorry, it's late again, guys. I do apologize as I'm still catching up from just tons of shit going on. Um, there's lots of stuff I'm not even talking about cause, uh, the, it's just, it's, it's just boring, but it doesn't mean it's not taxing and, and cumbersome and shit like that. So, um, life's good. I don't have any complaints. There's a smile on my face. Uh, most of the time. And even if it's not on my face, there's a, uh, there's positivity going on. I'd love to hear from you guys. You know, I would contact at one man podcast.com. Have you watched shameless fear street too hot to handle Vikings or manifest? I would love to hear what you think about it. Um, you know, just even if you can encourage me to watch one versus another or, or maybe what's kept you from watching them. If you liked them, if you didn't just anything, great. All right. Do you have a top five list for me? Do you have top five thing that you want to send in that you'd like to hear me do, or even a top five list of your own that you'd just like to submit. And I'll read in the podcast. You guys know how it works. If you send it, I'll read it. I love to hear from you. It makes my day. Hey, did you wander out to a mall this week in your city in Canada? You know, sorry, my American listeners, that it's not a promotion going on in, in your country, but, um, you know, did you find anything this week that, uh, you know, did you pop into a mall? Did you get a free gift card? Did you get a purchase paid for? I'd love to hear about, uh, you know, about that kind of stuff. So contact at onemanpodcast.com. man uh, would love to hear from you in the meantime, guys, I hope you have a great week. Uh, don't work too hard or work harder, whatever your goals are. Um, Live life, enjoy yourselves. Uh it's allergy season starting where I am, so take your meds if you need to. I'm I'm starting to notice the uh, the, the the grogginess and the the head swamp, so I'm going to have to trade I'm going to have to trade uh comfort for drowsiness. You know what I mean? Uh, well, not trade comfort, I'm going to have to trade discomfort for drowsiness, so I'll be I won't be dripping out of my face, but I'll be falling asleep because of the the allergy meds. So, anyways, all that stuff to say. I hope you guys have a great week and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye. <laughs>